0: what's up everyone welcome to the ablaze youth podcast we hope you enjoyed today's message be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at we are ablaze how are you guys doing tonight you guys doing okay doing good doing well man i feel like it has been a minute since we had like a service here because you know we had like a weather delay then we had our game day then there was that night that robert just prayed for everybody and it was crazy in here it's just like what the heck man it's so wild it's so crazy but we are here tonight amen yeah, and it's going to be a good night, right? Because yeah. God has something for you, right? Yeah. Amen. Yes, He does. So tonight, I'm going to dig into it. I'm going to go right on in. We're going to check out Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 through 16, out of the NLT. And it says... You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. I want to pray for this message tonight. Get our hearts ready to receive. So if you guys will bow your heads and agree with me. Father God, I just thank you so much for this message tonight. I pray that we learn how to be a better light and learn how important it is to be a light for you, God. We just thank you that you inspire us, that you encourage us, that we... We are led in this moment tonight. We thank you for these moments. We thank you for this time together. Help us honor you and glorify you this night. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen. You are called to be a light in this life, amen. That's what the scripture says. You are called to lead people to Jesus. That's what the light is about. The life that you lead should ultimately be a reflection of Jesus. When people look at you, when people talk to you, when they interact with you, they should see, charlie jesus they should see annalise jesus they should see Tori jesus they should see naomi jesus and i could go all the way through this but they should see jesus through you in the way that you interact with people amen it says that you're meant to be a city set on a hill meaning you're shining so bright that everyone can see you everyone notices you when you come into a room you know, we talk about this all the time. We say this all the time that, that, you know, you have a purpose in this life and that God wants to, he wants to have you hope and have you have a future and a, and a beginning and an end. He has good things for you. I just really misquoted Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, 11, but you can go look at it later. And it says essentially that, that God knew you in your mother's womb and he had a plan and a purpose for you. And I can guarantee you this, that purpose has to do with people. No matter what it looks like no matter what it seems like it may not be from a stage like this but your purpose interwoven is with people you are going to interact with people and lead people to jesus because no matter what your situation is no matter what your skill set is no matter what your job calling is no matter what your title is you're a light you're meant to be a light and What's interesting, what I always love about this verse is because in John 8, 12, it says, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. So I believe, and I, and I hope and pray that every single person in this room has the light that leads everyone to the life because Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And so if you have Jesus, you've got the way. You've got the truth and you've got the life. That's what light is. Light is way, truth and life and love and beautiful. that's what you got. You should light up with that, that truth, that way. And that should inspire you to, to recognize that, okay, I just, I gotta have Jesus. I need Jesus. And when I have Jesus, I have what I need to be a light to people. It says over here in Mark sixteen fifteen out of the ESV, it says, he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. I like that word creation because it makes me think we've got to talk to animals too. You know, like I believe dogs do go to heaven. You know, so my dog will be there and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try to get my dog saved the best I can before he goes because Vlad's my boy. I need them up there, you know, I'm just kidding. It means that we should go into all the world, all the places and and all the world is not necessarily saying like, all right, you guys need to get on a plane and go over to India tomorrow. No, no, the world is your school. The world is your bus. The world is your cul-de-sac. The world is your own home. Get out of your room and spread the good news. And, and, and what's awesome is we live in this day and age where you guys can literally go all over the world from your cell phone. I did not have that luxury when I was your age. That makes me sound so old and it's the painful truth. I could not. I mean, I, when I was your age, I did have the Internet, but it was pretty slow and and connections were a little bit back then we didn't trust anybody you know it's just like we don't just talk to people on the internet that's creepy why are you talking to that person what do they want from you do they want your money no and now it's just like we talk to anybody i'll add anyone you know it's just like sure whatever i'll follow you why not oh yeah you can follow me i don't care it's no big deal whatever we're so quick to do it because we know we have connections you have the access you have the connection don't make an excuse to not go in the world because you have everything at your disposal to get there. Amen? So I have a little illustration. I've done this before. And so maybe some of you guys uh, will remember it. And I, I believe that I stole it from Robert and he stole it from Pastor Rhonda, who probably stole it from Francis Chan and someone else stole it from that person. But you know, it's God's. So I need two volunteers because I have a microphone. So I saw Lucas's hand go up. So if you want to come over here and then, come on, Xavier, you're, you're just so excited tonight. I like that. You're, you're just, you're in it. So... <sighs> Why do, I, why do I like him? Why not? He's, he's nice. He's a good guy. He's good stuff. All right, you hold this in and you hold this thing there. And I want you to just go. And I want you to just go to the other side of the stage at least and just keep on cruising. And so you can you can ease up on this. Just You can hold the very end for me. I should have put it in a different place. So try to, yeah. Okay, just keep on cruising. Keep on going. All right, uh, yeah. Hold it real nice and tight. Taught, is taught the right word? good and taught, (laughs) good and taught. All right. So this little long string here is your existence, anyone's existence, the world, the, the people of life's existence. And what's really crazy here is we're trying to paint a picture that this little area over here, this little green chunk of line that I put tape on, this is your life or this is Lucas's life, or this is Kyleen's life, or this is my life. This little chunk here is my time spent on earth or your time spent on earth or someone else's time. This is the time, this is the earth time. All the rest is after earth. This is eternity. This is the beyond this. And it goes on and on. And as you can see, there's still a lot more string left in this. And if he really wanted to, he could probably go out that door. And I would be pretty strong to say he'd get pretty close to the tree line before the string ran out. And then in a real sense, if this truly was the string of eternity coming to Marvel and Disney Plus next quarter of next year or something, I don't know. Anyway, if you really wanted to say it, this string would go on forever endeavor, ever, because we don't really know how to measure eternity because we cannot measure eternity. And so I bring this all out to say, we all know, and I believe that, that we who know Jesus, when we accept Him as our Lord and our Savior, when we depart from this green chunk of life, we are with God, we are with our loved ones, we are in heaven, we're having a rocking, awesome, beautiful time, we're chilling, we're we're playing with dolphins and all those kinds of cool things that are up there. I don't know what's up there. Maybe you can ride a cool dolphin one day, just make it up, Uh, who knows. Anyway, so there's all this amazing things after this existence, but what I also do believe is that when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, that this kingdom life, this amazing heaven life can be lived right here as well. Because that's what Jesus also died to do. The John 10.10 10 says that He died to give you an, or He came to give you an abundant life and then He did die to do it, but He came to give you an abundant life. And He also said in some scripture, you can look it up later, Google it. That's the beautiful thing of this. He said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I don't know where it is right now. So if someone out there is smart and they know it, you can shout it out, but that's all right. He said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, which means it's at arm's reach. It's accessible, meaning we can have it right now. We are meant to walk in joy, we are meant to walk in in health and and goodness and and peace and and fulfillment and satisfaction and security. All these amazing things that happen in the afterlife are also meant to happen here because that's what Jesus died to give us is a good life now. So that way we can reflect that to other people so that way they can also see they can have it too because that's what Jesus came to do. So it is our job not only to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior and have this for ourselves, but to help people see that they too can have this life, that they too can can live a life that is fulfilling and and good and fun and, and with purpose here. They don't have to wait until they die. They can have a good life now. Thank you guys. You guys are so helpful. You're so wonderful. You're so beautiful. You're so great. So, I say all this and I bring all this out and, and, and that is what the importance of being a light is. It is, is not just for the eternity and the eternity is very important because it's a very long time. You're either with God or you're not with God and I believe that we all want to be with God because that's where the good stuff is but we need to enjoy it now and we should want people to enjoy it now and we should want people to, to come to know Jesus now and there's no better time than now. And so, one of the ways that I believe that we can make being a light easier, because I believe that sometimes it's hard to be a light. It's scary to be a light. It's scary to go out there and say, hey, I know a guy, his name's Jesus. You know, like I feel like I understand the, the, the scariness of that, but I believe that if you wanna be a light, that you need to surround yourself with people that are gonna keep you on fire. You know, when when a fire is being burned up and there's a fire and it starts to go out, you start to throw more sticks on it, right? You start to throw more wood on it to keep the fire going. And typically the more wood that you've got on the fire, I'm assuming, I haven't been, I wasn't a Boy Scout very long, but the bigger the fire means there's a lot more wood, right? The more things that are on fire means it's a bigger fire. So if you are a city set on a hill and then you get four other people being a city set on a hill, how big is that city now? how big is that light now? How much easier is it to talk about him now when you're surrounded by people that also want to do those things? Amen. So Hebrews 10, 24 says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. I believe that we as light bearers and people that want to share the light, we need to come together with like believers and motivate one another in this purpose of sharing light. We need to motivate one another in our time as we go forth from this place, because this is, this is easy to talk about Jesus in here. But once you go outside these walls at the bus stop or at the school or in your own home, wherever, it kind of gets a little bit different because not everybody, you need people that are going to be in your life to encourage you in that. Maybe they're in this room, maybe they're not, but you need to find those people because over in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, it says bad company corrupts good morals, meaning that's not gonna motivate you unto good works. So I, and I don't mean to be a little bit like, you know, around you right now, but if you've got people in your life that are trying to snuff your fire, maybe don't be around those people too much, too often, because if they're not motivating you, then they're probably discouraging you. They're not provoking you unto good works. They're discouraging you in your good works or they're not letting you do your good works or you're too embarrassed or timid to do your good works because you don't want to do it in front of them. And no shame, I've been there too. I've been in that place. I've been in that spot where like, I don't know what i to talk about. What are they going to say? What are they going to do? What are they going to do? You know, but eventually I finally came to a place in my life where it's was like, I don't care what that person thinks anymore. We got to get to a place where we need to find people that are going to strengthen us and inspire us. It says over in Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. If the friends in your life aren't sharpening you and they're making you dull, you're dull, man. Like you don't got a light, a good light. Your light's dim, I don't want a dim light. I want a strong light. I want a bright light. I want a light that's like, wow, I need some sun. Oh God. You know, like I want a light that's like, whoa, Jeez, man. You know, like I want to live that life that's real and inspiring and encouraging and helpful. And I want to have people along my path and along my side that want that as well. They're going to help me help people. Because that, again, that's what this is about. This is about us Helping other people get into the light. Helping other people, it's not just about me. I don't wanna just get up there and like shout good things and like have a good time, like that's fun and all, but ultimately I need to be strong and surround myself with strong people to help lead people to the light. And that's what we want for you guys. We want you guys to get to a place that you are confident because your boys got your back or your girls got your back your posse, your crew, your gang, I don't know, your, your people. I got a good example for you. And this will be the last scripture, the last chunk of scripture here. But over in Luke 15, oh, sorry, Luke 5, chapter uh, Luke chapter 5, verse 17 through 39, <gasps> bear with me, ESV. On one of those days, as he was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with him to heal. And behold, some of the men were bringing on, uh, be- bringing on a bed, a man who was paralyzed. And they were seeking to bring him in and lay him before Jesus, but finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles in the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said, man, your sins are forgiven. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to question saying, who is this man who speaks blasphemies, who can forgive sins, but God alone? Then Jesus perceived their thoughts and he answered them. Why do you question this? which is easier to say your sins forgiven you or rise and walk, but that you may know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. And then he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise, pick up your bed and go home. And immediately he rose up before them and picked up what he had been lying on and went home glorifying God. And amazement seized them all and they were glorifying God and were filled with awe saying, we have seen extraordinary things today. So I read that big chunk of scripture. I read that chunk of passage because... There was a man that was living in a state that was not his highest and best. He was living in a way that God did not intend him to live, that God did not want him to live. But because of his friends, because of the people in his life, he was able to become radically changed. He left that place in a way he didn't go in. You see, these four crazy friends, as I've heard them called, they, they they said to themselves, they walked up to this building, they knew of Jesus being at this place, they'd heard about God, they knew what God could do, they knew that, you know, Jesus was the way, the truth and the life and, you know, he's been speaking all these amazing things and he's had healings and he knew that in this room that the healing anointing was there and they said to each other, like, yo, we gotta get our buddy Dave over there, like, Dave needs this. And so they're like talking to each other, they're encouraging each other, like, we know this and Dave's gonna do this and uh, we gotta get Dave with, Dave's gotta experience the light that we know is in that room. And then they walked up to the door and, like, oh, there's too many people here. Let's just go home. You know, they're like, ah, we'll try again tomorrow. You know, it's not a big deal. We didn't get enough tickets. You know, Ugh, the tickets were too expensive. I couldn't make it. Can't do it. Sorry. Or they're like, oh, no, my donkey's hoofs, he's got a crack in its nail. I can't come out today. You know, no big deal. You know, and no, that's, that's not what happened. They didn't let any excuse let them from getting their friend the light. They knew what was in that room and they conspired with one another because I'm sure it wasn't just like one guy that was like, bright idea, Bill, let's climb the roof. No, they talked to each other and said, what can we do? And they're like, all right, we're gonna climb the side of the walls, we're gonna get on top of the roof, we're gonna dig up in there and then we're gonna lower Dave down the bottom in front of Jesus. They worked with each other, they encouraged each other, they inspired one another and they wouldn't make defeat an option. This man needed Jesus. And these dudes did everything in their power to make sure it happened. And and what's amazing is Jesus says, it's because of your faith, because of you guys' faith, this man's sins have been forgiven. You guys, with your faith and the people that you surround yourself with, when your faith is combined and you guys are helping each other lead people to Christ, you can help people's lives be radically changed. Sins no longer counted against them. Walking in health and wholeness, walking in prosperity, walking in security, you can change people's lives and ultimately it glorifies and honors God, but you can be a part of that. So I encourage you to examine your life, examine your, your, your friendships, examine those people that have voice in your life and say, is this someone that's gonna help me be a light? Or even examine yourself like, am I someone that's helping my friends be a light? We've gotta be people that are willing to sharpen one another to, to, to fix the things that need to be fixed so that way the job can get done. And I believe that, that while that might be a little bit like, ugh, it's important and necessary that you know that you gotta have people in your corner. You gotta have people in your life that, that want good things for you, that, that want you to go further in the things of God, that want to help you in your call because it's, it's, it's so much better to do it with friends than do it on your own. <laughs> it's so much more fun with friends than on your own. And I believe this is if you don't have friends, you don't have a good start, the people in this room, this is a good place to start. You know, most of you guys, you might go to school together. You might see each other in the halls, like get a little texting, like, hey guys, we can do this today. Let's go out there and be nice. Let's be kind, you know, whatever it is, you know, find an in, find a way to, to encourage one another, to promote each other, to motivate each other to do the good work, to, to be the light, to share the light and lead people to Jesus. I know you can do it. If you guys will bow your heads, I wanna pray for you. God, I just thank you for all that you do for us, Lord. I thank you that you were here tonight, that you're in this place and that you're encouraging us to take this purpose so very seriously, to make this a, a, a vital, important part of our life, that every day we wake up and say, I'm a light for you. I'm a light for Jesus. I am a light that leads people to Jesus. I am the way that they can taste and see that he is good because I can can show them what he's done for me. I can share what he's done for me with my actions, with my demeanor, with my speech, whatever it may be, God. I believe that you will show each and every one of us every day how to be that light. And God, I pray that, that all of us are able to be surrounded by people in our life to help motivate us in this task, help motivate us into good works, to be strong in our race, to go further, to encourage each other along the way, to pick each other up when we fall and cheer us on when we win hope you enjoyed today's message we want to remind you if you'd like to join us in person we meet every wednesday night at 7 p.m here in madison alabama we are a Blaze youth ministries grade 6 through 12 we hope to see you otherwise be sure to keep on listening to the podcast